0: Our special guest, Kansas City's own Danny Cox, Saturday, June 12th, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at St. Mark's Hope and Peace Church, 3800 Truth Avenue, Kansas City, Missouri. Music from Africa, Haiti, the Caribbean, Brazil, and Americana, 816-561-1849, or online at traditionalmusicsociety.org.
1: Namaste, this is Komal Mahajan from Pune, India and you are listening to Every Woman on 90.1 FM, KKF5, Kansas City Community Radio. So from the grounds of Pune, here it comes. Sukna hi prakruti, Manya karna hi sanskruti, ani sudharna karna hi pragatiya hai. Making mistakes is common, accepting mistakes is sacrament, and learning from mistakes is progress. Enjoy!
2: Every Woman is a feminist show that highlights the struggles, triumphs, and accomplishments of women and girls and the men who support them. Every Woman includes a rich intersection of female voices that represent a wide range of ethnicities, social and economic status, as well as political and spiritual beliefs, with the purpose to enact social, political, environmental, and economic change. The views and opinions expressed on Every Woman are those of the hosts and the guests and do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Midcoast Radio Project Incorporated KKFI staff board or management.
1: I am Angela Believes, and I welcome you to this episode of Every Woman on 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. We are joined by some very talented artistic guests that we'll be talking to in just a moment here. But let's do our rounds. Who we got in the studio? Who we got?
0: Well, it's Rachel here behind the board. How you doing?
1: Fabulous. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great, thanks. You're looking
1: good as per usual.
0: <laughs> thank you. Thank you.
1: Are those some new headsets?
0: No, these are my purple ones. Oh, they said it
1: out today for some reason. I don't know. (laughs) All right. And then who else we got? Joining us via Zoom because, you know, we're still doing it COVID style, keeping it safe and all. What'd you say? It was kind of some background noise going on there. I don't think everybody heard you. But you've got Fiona and Una joining you from home. Yay! All right, everybody, with no further ado, I am so excited to introduce you all to our very special guest. We're going to be speaking with Peregrine Honig, artistic director and artist of the West 18th Street fashion show Summer Tableau, along with the talented, graceful, creative artist and musician Calvin Arsenia. Welcome to every woman. you. Hey. So glad to Thank have you, so much. you. You're welcome so much. It's so good to have this you meeting all is back. Being recorded. You know, we talked with you all last year. Wasn't that last year? right yeah because the west 18th street fashion show decided to do a film versus the runway walk because of the times that we were living in which um everybody should know not unless you just i don't know lived in a what are those those earth homes and you just didn't ever come out we had covid going on so you all got creative and talented and brought us the west 18th street fashion show summer hindsight Film. Let's talk a bit about that, how that came into creation, all the awards and accolades that you all have received for that.
3: Uh, we have won eight international awards, and we are in 17 uh, festivals. Um, we just found out a couple of days ago that we were able to send Kitam, our director, to the opening of the festival, but we did win Best Independent experimental film in the Highland International Film Festival.
1: So how does that feel, being that that was you all's first fi- uh, film to be recognized on, on those levels, those multiple levels? <laughs> we we decided, I mean, when we were handed
4: the the, the issue of, of not being able to perform it or gather audiences in a safe way, we decided to transition into something that would be safe. Uh, and still allow us to have a project or something creative to do. And, um, and so thinking about the, the end product being something that we could show and be proud of at the drive-in theater, um, we created something that, uh, um, that, uh, could be shown there and, and the people could come in their cars and watch from a safe distance and still experience something really beautiful for Kansas City.
1: And it was beautiful because I was actually there with a good friend of mine, Ebony Johnson, who also is, is the host of Ebony Bones, a, a great show you all can listen to here at KKFI as well. And it was a really good, just whole vibe. And the film was amazing. I, you wouldn't have known that it was the first time for the West 18th Street Fashion Show to have a film displaying all of the designers and the, or the designs of the designers with the models. And it was just very creatively done. And, of course, in that safe environment, it, it was it was really refreshing and you know the drive-in to bring that back and to be able to have people together but still have that safety you know being your own car being your own car that was really well thought out kudos to you all for that Thank and you. you're welcome and i also have to give a, a shout out to april dion she joined us last year when we were talking about this film summer in hindsight the director of communications is that right Right. Yeah, so shout out to April Dion. Hey, girl, hey. All right, y'all. It's time. It is that time. Let's talk about what is going to be happening Saturday, June the 12th, for the West 18th Street Fashion Show. Summer Tableau in the building. Let's talk about it. What are we doing? <laughs> what should people... Well, we what have a really expect? good master ceremony. I mean,
3: <laughs> oh, tell me, I who. Name, Angela. <laughs> uh, we're so excited to have you introduce our movie, Angela, and we're so happy to be on the show. And you've been a real loyal audience and involved in this show for a while. So uh, we, the show is June twelfth. It's a Saturday. We have two time slots: seven thirty and nine o'clock. Um, so no excuses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the tickets are at an event, right? You can get a summer tableau, and, and the show is in partnership with Seven Architects, also very COVID-safe, so Calvin and the board and I were just trying to come up with ways to allow people to see our collections that we've chosen, but also make it so that the audience itself is going down where the runway usually is.
1: Mm-hmm. And you all collaborated with a lot of different companies. Do Uh, We reached out to
3: Jay Tomlinson of Helix, and he helped us connect to B&IM and Gould Evans, Jake Wells, Pendulum, Draw. Those are our architects. And then our builders who are collaborating with these architects, J.E. Dunn, Monarch Build, uh, which is female-owned, McGowan Corden, Al Huber, and Parrot Construction. So... It's like two worlds meeting. It's it's so much fun to see everybody working together,
1: and that's amazing. Tell tell us how you even formulated this as the artistic director. How did you decide what what would be done for the upcoming summer tableau? What was the inspiration?
3: It, it's truly totally, I would say it's a collaboration. It's like, it's definitely the coming up with the idea of it is just everybody on the board, Calvin, uh, Missy. Alexis, the last reaching out and seeing what sort of comes back to us. Like, even in the sense of the movie. I, wouldn't you agree with that, Calvin? That it's like, it's like a reach. Like we start putting things on the table and um, we have the ability for, to just like pivot.
4: Yeah. I mean, we, we wanted to do something that was going to be smaller in scale because the fashion show normally has around 3,000 people who, who, are, who come in attendance and and we felt that you know, while we were planning this year that that was unsafe to have that many people, obviously. So we wanted to do something that was a bit more um, curated and, and co- like close and intimate, but still have it be very grand at the same time. And so rather than having only 300 people in attendance for a two hour show that included a runway and everyone seated, we decided to have um, uh, all of the collections shown at the same time and people could navigate the space in a way that they felt comfortable doing. And um, the music is happening in the center of the street, um, but we're using the entire street where normally we use half of the street. And um, and there are tableaus or scenes that, that tell a story um, that, are, that have been built by these construction companies that are placed along either side of the street. And people can come with their with their groups and the people that they feel comfortable around and I get to spend time with each of the collections, and and, and move on as they see fit. So it's like um, almost like a gallery of clothing rather than um, rather than a catwalk show.
1: That is such a dope concept. And for those who are listening who are not familiar with the twenty first annual West Eighteenth Street Fashion Show, tell them the exact location so they know they can get an image of this in their heads of where this is going to be at.
3: It's between Baltimore and Wyandot and 18th Street. Um, well, you know, historically known as the YG's block. And um, that would be the corner space. And then uh, Birdie sort of ends the segue of independently owned businesses. So there's like uh, Kenton Keys is, a, is like a um, it's the awning, would you like it's a visual spot that you might know.
1: Awesome. And then what um, do you hope the expectations, what are the expectations as far as the, the, the spectators what they're what they're viewing from the different tableaus what do you hope that they take home from that
3: well we have uh, we have no we have three minks, we have Renee LaRouge, the beautiful dissociation Cosmosphere Birdies, gone to nothing cult of Poca, and every one of these designers has like their own biome and their own inspiration so the great thing about art is that it just um, it, it, you don't have to know anything about it. You can just enjoy it and be moved by it. And because we have such a great team of, of people with different ideas, I know that I just want people to fall in love with what we've done. Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I, I like the idea of the tableaus. Can you tell us where the tableau came from? Because that word was new to me. Where did the tableau part of it come from? Uh, tableau vivant?
3: Yvonne? Uh, Calvin, do you want to
4: go a little bit deeper? Yeah. Well, we we there was a video that we saw um, that was shared to, to me, and I shared with, with Peregan probably I don't know like a year ago, and it was this beautiful um, live performance of people um, like in a in a in a venue, like a maybe a church or a theater, and they were stacked, maybe I don't know 75, 80, 100 people, and they some of them were clothed, and some of them weren't, and some of them were clothed in street clothes, and some of them were in very traditional maybe, um, uh, you know, clothing from around the world. And, and yet there was this amazing thing that happened when they were all on display together, different body sizes, definitely been different, um, gender identities, different, uh, you know, whatever. They just looked very, very, very different. But as they sang and and performed this piece, um, the, the the common thread of humanity just just shined so brightly. And, um, and so we kind of, you know, we, we, Perigan and I enjoyed that together. And then, as we were putting together the theme of this year, this was not the first concept. Um, we had other other ideas and Peregrine had other ideas, and, and then and then kind of you know while we were brainstorming, this one this one came back to the surface. And um, and tableau being um, again a, a, a moment in time, but something that you can look at and, and, and tell a story, and as a way to kind of like Peregrine said, offer an environment, offer a biome, offer a universe within this like. It's almost like little snow globes, kind of placed across across the across the um, across the streets, and um, and one thing that I think is very important to me as as a, as a producer of this show is that the as that the designers get to tell their story through their work, because fashion is storytelling, and it tells about the materials and, and about the the the, um, the the way that they adorn themselves and their models and, and the design of those structures and. Every stitch is a story, every stitch is a sentence, and, um, and so to give them even more creative license to provide the ambiance around their work is, is very exciting, because you get to see what's, where they come from, what's in their mind, and, um, and we get to participate in the beauty of all of that.
1: That is so amazing. And I'm glad that you said fashion is storytelling because, quite honestly, I don't think I have ever looked at it like that before. However, I know that I, like when I dress myself, I am telling a story. I mean, it's it's a feel, but it's also a story, and I didn't ever look at it like that before. So I want to talk more about the storytelling that the designers get to display with the models who are wearing their exquisite creative pieces. We're going to do that after we come back from a station break. So hang with us, folks. We'll be right back back don't you go nowhere don't i am angela believes and you are listening to every woman on 90.1 fm kkfi kansas city community radio if you have been listening thank you or if you have just joined us we appreciate that we've got a great show lined up for you here we are talking with peregrine honig and calvin arsenia of the west 18th street fashion show summer tableau that is happening saturday june the 12th and tickets are available at Eventbrite for west 18th street fashion show summer tableau now before the break Calvin had mentioned that fashion is storytelling and that had became new news to me however it's the truth so can you elaborate on that just a bit more how significant it is to, to tell a story through fashion
4: um, but when I think about what I'm wearing today for instance uh, I have a um, kind of soft pink t-shirt and, and, and uh, 36 inch inseam black uh, <laughs> Levi's <laughs> and, and I think, why do I wear this? I'm wearing very, very sparkly shoes that have no grip on the bottom. And so, what does that say about the function or the things that I expect it to encounter in this day? And I want to be cool, and I want to be able to move, um, and I want my clothes not to fall apart when I'm wearing them. And so, there are definitely certain certain garments, the shears that you imagine will be that, that, that really work in the bedroom, <laughs> bedroom function, and things that you wear when you have to navigate a world that that could be difficult. And so, form and function. What is what you put on? Um, what you have the means to put on? You know, some a lot of this has to do with with definitely like um, social, like economical um, things too. But, but thinking about if you're going to wear a bustle and a corset and and, and a hoop skirt and and all these things, you're you're not going to be picking apples, um, or at least you're not going to be happy picking apples. <laughs> So um and it says a lot about how you feel about yourself. It's a lot about, about what you um what you uh what you want people to, to perceive you as or perceive your function as. Um I mean and this is only one, one side of it, yeah. Peregrine, I, I would love to hear your, your thoughts.
3: Well like the our show is always like just drawn lines between costuming and fashion and then like last year street and cinema and sculptures and garments, all sorts of you know, these you know make a stitch between gentrification and development. I mean, we've we've just stayed on the block, and you know, in so many ways, like what you wear is who you are, and your history, and your culture, and your intention, right? It, you know, intention. It's I like that. Your one. intention, <laughs> and it's not just your intention; it's your public intention. Mm-hmm. And as we know, like what we wear. You know, I love like that Southern term. Like, I'm gonna go put on some soft clothes. Like that you would, <laughs> that you would come home and take off your harder pieces, your armor, and then get home and and change your fiber and what you wear more often and things like that. Um, yeah, and and like, what is art? Like, art is the ability to turn material into thought. And and what is the difference between a costume and a sculpture? And what is the difference between a sculpture and a garment um, as we are more precious with ourselves and I believe the pandemic and has made us more precious with our time it, it's like do you you can really see how maybe taking being more intentional in where you get your garments and how you care for them and how you wear them um, is it can be a very political and emotional statement
1: Thank you so much. And I want to talk about the. Well, before I do that, I'll get into the beautiful models who are on the billboards, who are on the hot posters that are circulating. I want to um, do you have, let's make it fun for those who will be attending West 18th Street Fashion Show, Summer Tableau. Is, is there any suggestions that, for what they should wear to attend the fashion show? Let's dress up. Okay. Colors about <laughs> colors. What kind of colors would be fun? What should they wear? as
4: fabulous as you're willing to be. Huh. That's what I say. Yeah. Be as fabulous as you can be.
1: There we go. Because it's going to be hot out there. So take that in. It's going to be hot, right? It's going to
4: yeah. be hot, yeah? So, hot so funct- functionality. Make sure that you wear things that are not super close to your skin. Flowy, uh, light colors would, would be really great. But, um, you know, just what, what feels good. What well, you feel great in. That's what I always want people to wear when they come to events. Is what, whatever makes you feel amazing to wear.
1: All right, see how I got that advice for y'all? I look out for y'all. All right, so let's talk about them gorgeous, hot models on the billboard and the cover. Let's talk about just her whole vibe and the concept behind that. If y'all haven't seen it, uh, tell them that website where it, they can go. Uh,
3: so I think we have a, the images up on all of our social media, on uh, the West King Street Fashion Show Instagram and the Facebook. Um, Jordy is this very beautiful, very strong, in uh, a dancer, a model that I wanted to use for a while, and she was available for a photo shoot. And um, the image is just gorgeous. She's just uh, very, she has something vintage, but it also kind of has this art deco feel. We were talking a lot about group thinking when we started the show, the idea of cults and religion and how people who are spiritually joined towards an idea can dress similarly. And so every one of these collections um, kind of and,
4: has, and also also movements. So I think it's it's both like a critique and an encouragement. Like because we have um, a, a, a designer who's paying homage to Black Lives Matter in the show as well, and and, and so it's like the, the power of groupthink like, as well as true. as as some of the uh, as a critique too. It's, it's both of those things.
3: Yes, absolutely. And um, Renee LaRue is just going to blow everybody out of the water. I am so excited to see her presentation is um, definitely uh, inspired by the 1968 Olympics. And um, Renee's one of our, uh, Dion's one of our alums. She's just been with us for about five years. And her scene in the movie was fantastic. So yeah, we just really wanted to do something a little bit um, 1960s, making seventies feel with that 70s aesthetic from, you know, Art Deco with the colors. So a lot of our work, we've been working with Jessie Andreas. She's an amazing, amazing graphic designer. Just graduated from the Art Institute. Yay! And so it's, yeah, it's a pleasure watching her get out of school and then just talk this dedication to our fashion show.
1: You know, I want to talk about how the West 18th Street Fashion Show has been in support of Black Lives Matter and making sure that there has been that diversity and inclusion, which a lot of places still just blatantly refuse to do such. But you all have been consistent with that. So let's talk about why Black Lives Matter, diversity and inclusion is important. Um,
3: They still matter. I mean the one I think that is the most important thing is that there's a huge difference between intention and action versus hashtag and or you know, with this idea of you know black life still mattering. And so uh we've always been a show that has had um we've always had a very strong um feel that we are to be held accountable for what is going on around us. And that is just one of the reasons that we have the ability to um, make these images and and platform beautiful people of all colors and genders and sexual preferences without it being called a show that's about that. That is just what the show is about but mm-hmm. the beauty is, there's nothing more there's nothing more spectrum than beauty and attraction It's like every. Everybody, you know, it's like every what you're attracted to, how you want to be. It's like, it's like a flower. You know, it's so different. So, um, yeah, our show is about fashion, but it's also about beauty.
4: And on top of that, I think it's also about our community. And one thing that that I think the fashion show has always done really well is it's shown up for itself. Yeah. It's shown up for for the people who live and work and breathe and create in the crossroads. And. When you look at the people who who, who who support, who work in, who live around, um, who who come through that through that corridor of West Eighteenth Street, you're going to see a cross section of Black people. You're going to see a cross section of, um, of 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 women. You're going to see a cross section of. I mean, I know so many women-owned businesses in that in that corridor, and it's like I, I want to cry just to think about it. But um, and a lot of a lot of whom are my friends and. Um, and so, when I see the, the fashion show over the years and the pictures over the last 21 years, you see women creators, you see queer people, you see um, all of these individuals who are fearless, and not only fearless, but just like, like, uh, like, like self-affirming trophies walking down um, and and showing, you know, showing having fun and and, ha- and having joy, and um, and, and you're right, Angela. There just are not that many places that that have celebrated um, the human experience, um, so, so authentically, um, because it's not about tokenization and it's not about, you know, we have to figure out how to get, um, what's, oh, I always forget the term, but like how to get a, the right percentage to make it seem like we're doing it right. It's like, no, these are the people who live and support and, and, and breathe this community. And, and it's just so authentic to, to who, who lives and loves the crossroads of Kansas city.
1: Thank you so much for opening up those arms for the West 18th Street fashion show that everybody can come and appreciate people from all different backgrounds, genders, and sexualities, like you said, Peregrine. So thank you you all so much for being consistent with that. And you mentioned business owners in the Crossroads. Oh, let's give a shout-out to Peregrine Honig, owner of Birdies. Hey! Hey, I'm Peregrine Honig, owner and we
3: did celebrate our 18th birthday on February 14th, um, which is amazing. Um, Congrats. You know, Oracle is on the block, uh, Daisy Lee is on the block, Redond is on the block. You know we've had such great, we've had school, we've had Hadley, like, uh you know, just so many businesses that are female. is there? Yeah, Gany
4: be A lot of the artists in, in the bower are women. Etiquette. Uh, Amanda, Amanda Rose.
3: Uh, Etiquette. Yeah. Gonna... Um, and it just happened naturally, kind of like what you're saying, Angela. It wasn't like somebody did a call for some kind of tax abatement, like, oh, if we if we get if we get women to do this, maybe we'll get the tax abatement. It just, it just naturally happened because the landlords, David Ford, Jeff Owens, um, Jan Sight uh, and Spencer site are just, um, you know, it's not that they're working harder to have faith in women. Women are just awesome.
1: We just show up.
3: We, yeah, didn't show we up. did show up. And, hey. and, we
1: can, and you said what, Peregrine? <laughs> can All can this smile. connection, Zoom. Did, say that one more time. Oh, I said we can flex. Hey, like women can yes, that part. Oh, I got to do it too. All the ladies, put your flex on in your car, kitchen, wherever you are. Get your flex on. All right. So listen, let's talk about the music portion of West 18th Street fashion show, Summer Tableau, Calvin Arsenia yeah so it's, it's
4: this year i get to last year with the film mike dylan and i got to put together the soundtrack and it was an amazing experience working with him he is um he's so knowledgeable so wise and yet has this beautiful child likeness that um i hope to continue to to have um as i gain in wisdom as well um he's definitely a, a mentor and somebody i look up to in so many ways and um and I get to work with them again, but this time in front of people. So um, then we also have Nikki Glaspie, who is um, an incredible percussionist and drummer from the New Orleans area, and has um, quite the quite the roster of people that she's collaborated with in her life. And um, some of my local friends as well, playing um, strings and and percussion and bass. Um, Pushki uh, comes to mind, and um, Anzo is a new artist that I'm working with uh, to get um, some of his music out there. Um, Another uh, queer black brother. And, um, and we've got Joe Donnelly playing the bass for the show. And we want to have a little bit of that retro feel and that, um, you know, pay homage to the 60s and 70s and that like, groupthink kind of um, ideas um, with some music and, and kind of feel of the psychedelic movement, um, as well as bringing it to the modern times and being really lush and, and floral. And sound as well, and um, but it's definitely going to be a spectacle. I think every, every musician around the planet is like, has been waiting for this moment and waiting for this time, and and we just have like so much pent up energy to, to get out and to let out and emotion, and 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 I think it is a reflection of, of where the world is at large and where Kansas City is at right now. I, I, I really feel like this this like perpetual need to 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 celebrate. Um, this need to express, this need to see other humans, to look people in the eye, um, to, to see smiles for the first time. Um, and it's an honor to be able to curate this experience.
1: You are selling this West 18th Street fashion show, Summer tablo. You got me all excited over here. Peregrine, I want to know. I've attended. I'm, you know, very grateful to be the MC. Hey, I want to know how come I have not been able to be in rehearsals or something for this music. I've attended some of the other meetings. Why couldn't I get a sneak peek on the music, though? <laughs> well, uh, one of our, one of our,
3: um, this, uh, Nikki Glossy is coming in. She's staying at the Crossroads Hotel, which is our hospital mm-hmm. party. So you couldn't have been at the rehearsal. It hasn't happened. But you will be at the dress rehearsal. So that's the the victory. I also wanted to add on to Calvin something that I learned from the Whitey Wake, which is that there's nothing more resistant than joy. Lovely. I I think one of the common threads that Calvin and I have is that you really want to bring joy to
1: the world, which is, you know, totally. And it's infectious. Joy is infectious as, as well. Infectious, and if you are joyful, you are powerful. um, You
3: make better decisions. You have a better life. um, You treat other people better. If you're you're experiencing joy, and the West Virginia State Fair truly is is a a joyous and celebratory and and in resistant in that way in its joyfulness and its celebration of all people, all genders, all sexualities, without being divisive.
4: I think that is. Yeah, joy is is the opposite of fear.
3: Uh And so Mm -hmm.
4: it like dismantles it dismantles the power of fear over us from from oppression from from government or from self you know, self inflicted shame and hostility and the things that we project onto other people. I believe that joy is the thing that, that totally disarms all those things and brings us back together.
1: That joy is on the other side of fear, and tell everybody where they can get their tickets to come experience that joy and bring more into the atmosphere. And then we're gonna we're gonna have
4: to yep, take a break. You're for able some to messages. get tickets at, um, at Eventbrite, um, and, or any of our West 18th Street Fashion Show social media. will take you to the Eventbrite to buy your ticket.
1: Lovely. Stay tuned, folks. We're gonna have a very important message coming up from Shonda Gonzalez. She is the owner of Kansas City Agency. We're gonna bring her on. Well, Shonda, Shonda are you with us? I'm- Hi, Shonda. I'm so glad to have you oh. here to share your information, tell everybody who you are, and then what you have to share with them. Hi, Angela. Thanks for having me. I am
2: Shonda Gonzalez, owner and local insurance advisor for Kansas City Agency. And this month's message that I would like to share is focused on National Home Ownership. It is Pride Month um, in the month of June and it's also National Home Ownership Month, spotlighting the American homeownership and recognizing organizations that help individuals and families to achieve their housing goals. Achieving home ownership continues to be a challenge for minorities in America. In the LGBTQ community, there's a fear of discrimination during the home buying process, which can have a negative impact on homeownership. I'm gonna share some home buying advice that can help make your path to homeownership more fair and equitable. To everyone wanting to buy a home and become a homeowner, it's important to know your credit score, Save money for down payment and closing costs. Work with professionals who welcome you and who will educate you on the entire process. This includes your realtor, your lender, and your insurance agent. Your insurance agent should be able to help you understand the difference in the market value of the home you buy and the replacement cost value to insure your home against loss. Most importantly, know your rights. As you begin the process of buying a home, be aware that federal fair housing laws prohibit housing discrimination based on race, color, religion, national origin, sex, familial status, and disability. It is prohibited under the Fair Housing Act for any landlord or housing provider to discriminate against LGBTQ persons because of their real or perceived gender identity or any other reason related to sex. If you are an LGBTQ consumer or any consumer in a protected class who believes you have been subject to housing discrimination, contact HUD's Office of Fair Housing and Equal Opportunity to file a complaint. The aspiration of owning a home is connected deeply to the American dream, and I want everyone to recognize the enduring value of homeownership and to achieve your dream. I'm Shonda Gonzalez with Kansas City Agency. You're listening to ninety point one KKFI, Kansas City's Community Radio.
1: Thank you so much, Shonda, and folks. If you appreciated that information or desire more, good thing for you, and you can contact Shonda, and she'll be back monthly to share tips and advice. Thank you so much, Shonda. So we are back with our guests, Peregrine Honig and Calvin Arsenia. We are talking about the upcoming, much-anticipated, exciting West 18th Street fashion show, Summer Tableau, that I also am going to be the MC for. Uh. So listen, I want to ask you all, why do you keep coming back for this fashion show? What, what, what keeps bringing you back in year after year? Um,
3: I've been a part of it since its inception. And I don't, I'm not wealthy. I mean, I know that's the spectrum i and i not, that I don't have like a trust fund or anything like that. But I do have cultural capital, and I do have time. And so I feel that this show, for me, is something that I can offer up my time and energy towards the city and younger artists and, you know, beautiful models and, and amazing garment makers. And that because it's got such a good track record, we can you know, it's kind of my something that I feel like is the donation to my community. Um, also just it keeps me connected to Kansas city and it, it, it just becomes better and better and more interesting
1: every year. How about you, Calvin?
4: Yeah, for me, it is about that community aspect. It's about that elevation. It's about connecting, uh, People who are here to the global arena of performance and fashion and uh, and art making—it's um, been a joy of mine to be able to travel the world as a young person and get to see different kinds of art forms and to see what people are doing in places like Milan and Paris and 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 Stockholm and Edinburgh and London and and to be able to see people with that same kind of. Um, like uh, just like craving or like that, that, that fire in them to, to make things that are both disruptive and inspiring um, I, see the, I see the same thing in, in people here and I don't think that people here perceive themselves or ourselves as though we are the same as the people who happen to live somewhere else um, uh, and so, so to be able to be a part of something that does elevate, that does push that does inspire, where we can participate in risk as artists um, because it is absolutely a risk to to put together garments over months of, of laborious months, and put it on for a one night only show, um, to, for all of our friends, families, peers, and critics to be able to participate in that. It's a very risky um, activity, um, but at the same time, over and over, I have seen and participated in and been able to uh, to feel the like rush of accomplishment to see it happen and to see it happen so spectacularly. And that is why I'm a part of the West 18th Street Fashion Show.
1: Lovely. Now, for I'd like to hear from some of the returning um, spectators from the West 18th Street Fashion Show. Why do you keep going back year after year and seeing the, everything that's new? 816-931-5534. Share with us why you keep going back, why you're excited each and every time. Because you all really are creating something new each and every year. And it's it's so all inspiring and amazing that it's kind of like how do I in my head I'm I'm thinking you all might feel like how do I top this how do I top that, you know how sometimes as artists we're like oh we did so good with that but how will we top this but really in actuality it's not about top topping it it's just be out about continuing to be in that creative space and use what we have um, to. To share that, with you know, with as far as Renee LaRouge, with her Black Lives Matter, and then other designers. I know Bound to Nothing, and let's let's mention those designers' names again because they're they're a very in, an integral part of this fashion show.
3: Uh, we have Craig Roner with NoLo, who is our second year with him, and he is kind of doing a conversation about his rural upbringing um, and that kind of group fair aesthetic, which uh, is, is incredible. Dream Mink, um, who is a local designer, who's originally from New Orleans, is making some really beautiful commentary using aspects of the American flag. Um, Renee LaRouge, uh, Dion is just making this epic set and we've just all been working together to give her the space to put her beautiful models on platforms and she tends to work with polar figures and black women, so I'm really excited. We have Midtown Signs helping her make her signage for her piece. Uh, Casasphere is, is their first time collaborating. Two young women from—oh um, uh, no, three—three three women, and um, they are doing this kind of very uh, just Gilead kind of. Every every piece is a chakra, which is really cool and kind of creepy. Uh, Brady is who sort are of doing very kind of Caravaggio, working with Swans in Love, a Russian designer who does a lot of embroidery. Uh, Bound to Nothing is our collaborator, and. He is doing shabari rope on our models to sort of bind their garments to them and frame their bodies. And then, Cult of Polka is um, kind of punk rock. It feels a little bit like 80s. And and did I I talk about Beautiful Dissociation? The two fiber artists. Okay, so uh, we have two artists from the Art Institute, and they are just going to town, like, expect some crossfit seem like embroidered alien greens and pinks. It's very psychedelic and gorgeous. And Jesse Green is one of, uh, works at Birdie. So it's been fun to stop at the store and seeing her like taking breaks and sewing between customers. Like it just, it feels like um, something's about to be in bloom, you know? And that's what you asked why I do this. Like there is a week before the show where all of a sudden it's like all of these seeds that we planted are flowering and the fruit is coming out and you're starting to see peaks at what people have been procrastinating and making and doing, and um, it's kind of a fever. It's very fun. It's very it's very cool. You feel cool to be a part of it. Like, oh, this is cool. These people are so cool, and and it has got a bit of an imposter feel
1: because you just can't believe it's happening again, mm-hmm. um, which I would like to never lose. Dope. And so I want to talk about resonating. So with the seven different tableaus, I feel like. Somebody can find at least one or more of those tableaus that, that c- can resonate with them. And if it doesn't resonate with you, it allows you to open up your mind to be explored and experience something new, which I think is very creative. And it's an innovative side of attending a fashion show. If like, you're not a, a, a fashion show connoisseur, it's something new that you get to ex- experience and embody. It's just something that you can rest on the inside of yourself and allow yourself to grow because as human beings and with anything that you aspire to do in life you want to continue to grow you don't want to ever stay in a stagnant position so being out in you know lovely kansas city being able to experience these different things such as the west 18th street fashion show and many different arts that we have here in kansas city it enriches your life so i mean i think it'd be great just go with an open mind and an open heart, and allow yourself to receive. I think that's the main thing that we have to do when anything is pertaining to art is to be open and allow to receive. What's your thought on on folks resonating with those different tableaus? I yes,
3: um, I and you know the great thing about artwork is like you know eighty percent of it is crap, but like nobody will agree what eighty percent is, right? Mm. Like you can one person can just you know really dislike something i think it's so quality and then it can make somebody cry and change the way that they see the world that's the great thing about um everyone being so different is that it's you know we all have a different um we all have these different parts of us that are affected in different ways so like seven like you know, if you can't find one that's interesting, well, just going to come back next year. <laughs> or come back next year and
1: see what's, yeah, what's come new. Yeah,
3: for more. But we usually have 14 to 18 designers. Like we definitely did a very refined um, and careful selection. And it wasn't that we chose the best designers. We do not choose the best designers. We choose the designers whose ideas are the most interesting for what we put out into the community. So there are, you know, the nice thing is that like there may be somebody who's a better tailor or who is more um, efficient or, or, you know, their collection is beautiful, but we definitely choose, you know, one of our applications, their idea was written on a piece of notebook paper, but that's okay. Like we are not here, we're not a a show that's about what you do or don't have access to. We're a show about, you know, platforming different ideas and people who are risk takers and and not necessarily driven, by more commercial ideologies.
1: And you know what, I got to meet um, all of the designers and what I found most impressive is because I am always there's always meaning to something or at least I'm searching for a deeper meaning in something and after seeing their collection and actually speaking to them about what the inspiration was I found it it was very personal it's very personal their designs are very personal and it has much meaning to it so when you all are out there looking at the different tableaus just allow yourself to be in that space to understand what they're portraying what they're sharing with you. With that being said, folks, it is time for us to take our next station break. Hang on. Don't you go nowhere. We're going to be right back. I am Angela Believes, and you're listening to Every Woman on 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. We have been talking with the talented creatives Peregrine Honig and Calvin Arsenia about the upcoming West 18th Street fashion show, Summer Tableau, that is happening next Saturday on 8th, West 18th Street. So we have been talking a lot about the designers, the inspiration behind it. And just during the break, Rachel, our engineer, we were talking about, um, I was like, like, what's your fashion? And so she just has some, a couple of questions that she wants to ask you all.
0: Well, I was just curious about how, how long this uh, has been going on, and how, how did it get started?
3: Uh, this is our 21st year uh, in our 20th live show. So this is our 20th live show. It started off, there was a boutique that was uh, owned by a mother and a daughter named Isabel, named after the granddaughter. And they would put a small stage up, and they would show some of their hand sewn pieces, one one or two models. Maybe 10 or 12 people would show up. It was the West Chaking Street fashion section, right? And uh, it was always inclusive and fun. And then when they closed that business, Birdies had opened about a year before, and I just uh, ended up working with Ashley Groom and Sarah Snodgrass who had had a successful event in Liberty, uh, at the Liberty not Liberty, at, uh, in Lawrence, at the theater, um, what's that theater called in Lawrence? The main one, um,
4: Liberty
2: Hall.
3: Liberty Hall, yeah. In Liberty Hall, they had a, they pulled out a show, so they joined the team. They were with us for about five years, and um, yeah, we just you know we've just had so many people in and out of the the show from like you know people who started off as volunteers um, became designers, and and it's very it's very much like a People are invited to do what they're best at. So that is the history. That's how it started, and that's how it just kept rolling.
0: So as you as you try to find designers for your show, how how is how does that process work? Do you sort of put an open call out for folks to submit things? And
3: that's through Facebook and Instagram. We contact the colleges, and um, if there's a, somebody in high school who's got some promising um, promising talent we will, you know, just sort of do some, just ask, like, we're not that um, super organized and it's not very consistent, but we we always do a call. When is it? I think it's in like February or March or something. I think we decide by May. That's when we tend to decide, it's early May.
0: Yeah, I think it's I think it's really cool, not only that you sort of cast such a wide net, I mean, it sounds like virtually anyone can sort of apply and, and ultimately be in your show, because I loved how you said, uh, you know, you don't necessarily pick the best thing, but you pick the most interesting thing, which, you know, could mean just about anything. I think that's wonderful. Yeah,
3: we're not really looking for people who are competitors. We're just looking for women.
1: And you know what? That was a really good question, uh, questions that you you brought up there, Rachel, because for those who are listening, who are like, oh, I would really love to be part of that. So you can start thinking about next year. So let's go ahead and share that information um, with everybody so they can know how to find more information about those
3: tickets. Also looking for volunteers, too. I know that we're like a little bit because it's been hot and rainy. Uh, I know that um, Steak Fingers on Instagram um, is
1: looking for volunteers. Okay, lovely. And so tell everybody the contact information again. And of course, where tickets are available for the West 18th Street Fashion Show Summer Tableau happening Saturday, June the 12th.
3: Um, I I say follow us on Instagram and Facebook. That's where we really put out all of our
1: information.
3: So, so, the West 18th... Let me make sure. Oh, my God, that is so funny that I can't remember it off the top of my head. It is... um, (laughs) Our Instagram is ready. Everybody with your pen and paper is. Um, it is West we got, 18th Street Fashion funny. Show on Instagram. Yeah, it's just West. There's mm-hmm. no the. So it's West and then one eight Street Fashion Show. All spelled out. And the
1: same with our um, with our Facebook. Lovely. And the tickets are available. We're at again. You right. Awesome. So it has been such a pleasure talking with you all about this highly anticipated fashion show that is going to be on a stage platform, not the normal uh Uh, what am I trying to say runway runway thank you not the normal runway this is going to be on a stage with seven different tableaus from seven different designers displayed for your looking pleasure folks and appreciation so it has been so nice talking with you Peregrine and Honig I'm so excited to see you all for dress rehearsal and then for all this to to go to be happening not go go down for all this to be happening on Saturday (coughs) June the 12th thank you so much everybody you there, everyone. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thank, Thank you, all. you. You're most welcome. Thank you all for listening to Every Woman on 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. You want to be sure to stay tuned for Urban Connections with Donna Wolfe, Karen, and Jasmine. Following that, it'll be Rashawn, uh Gilmore uh, coming up next with Unbossed and Unbothered. How about that?